So I started actually quite randomly posting three things that I'm thankful for before I went to bed. And you know, what happened was I started to sleep better. Mm. And I was like, Oh, you know, that's nice. That's awesome. I'm sleeping through the night. And when I woke up in the morning, I would get the responses. So that when I, when I went back onto Facebook or because that's where I do it, I, I would wake up and I would have like, Oh my gosh, this is so awesome. Like, and I love these posts and I da, 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 da. And then suddenly I've got people coming into my algorithm that appreciate gratitude and I'm getting people. And I was like, you know, this isn't, it started out to be very much about me. Mm. And then it became, it, it became a bigger movement than I had expected. Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share new and different ways to practice gratitude that you might not have thought of before. Our guests, come from many different and diverse backgrounds. And the one thing they all have in common is a passion for gratitude. I'm Julie Boyer, a gratitude and gut health expert, and I love showing you different ways to practice gratitude that you might not have thought of before. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and we are just wrapping up our 30 ways to practice gratitude in 30 days. I'm wondering if you had a chance to listen in and how those gratitude practices have been going for you. So if you're not sure about what this is all about, don't worry. I'll share a link in the show notes back to day one if you want to catch up. Uh, But it's a great thing that you can do. Each episode is only about five minutes long, and I encourage you to take a closer look because today we have a great guest who's going to share how a year-long gratitude practice has changed her life. So I'd like to welcome Terry Kerr to the podcast. Hello, my friend. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. And for those who've yet to meet Terry, Terry is an executive coach and empowerment strategist with Unstuck Duck Coaching. She works with women who want to play bigger in their careers so that they can be the change they want to see in the world. Terry is an ICF certified executive coach through Royal Roads, Royal Roads University and a support and results life coach through Be More You. She is dare to lead trained and a trained facilitator in the playing big model for women who want to speak up, create and lead. She lives in Victoria, BC with her husband, Jeff, and a revolving door of teenagers. When she's not coaching, speaking, or facilitating workshops, you can find her making salsa, paddleboarding, or hiking pakals with her beloved golden mountain dog, Indy. So, Terry, <laughs> I'm so excited you're here. <laughs> so fun. I am too. This is just great to learn more about you and your story. And I love inviting my guests to give us a little bit of your background. You know, are you a person who grew up in a grateful, loving, compassionate environment? You know, how how did you get to be this uh, grateful, wonderful coach that you are? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, absolutely not. I did not grow up in a in a loving, I, that, hang on. I grew up in a very loving family, perfectly normal in quotation marks, if there could be such a thing, family, but gratitude was not necessarily part of the practice. It was certainly not part of my life for a very, very long time. Um, And, but there's so much to be grateful for here on 
where we live in particular, I live on in the most beautiful part of the world. And um, other than, of course, where you live, which is just up the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I guess my story, where did it start? Where did my gratitude start? Honestly, in 2015, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I don't want people to take this, take that away as, oh, I need to be, you know, struck by lightning to be able to have this practice, Mm -hmm. because that is not true. Um, But it is kind of where my journey started, because before that, I was working, I was one of those super type A personalities, right? I was working full time in a job that was like 80, 90 hours a week, I was running 40 events a year. I was, uh, I did my master's while working full time at the same time. I a revolving door of teenagers. I hosted two international students and had two of my own that played elite hockey. And I was the tournament coordinator, the registrar. I was on six different boards. Like you name it, I was that person. You know that's that saying that if somebody's a, if you want something done, ask a busy person. Yeah, people took yeah. that very literally with me. And it wasn't that I didn't say no. I just really liked the prestige of being that person. And you know. So you can imagine that that isn't wasn't necessarily from a a, um, a loving place. It was about it was all about me. To be fair, I don't think I've ever said that out loud before. Anyway, <laughs> so when I got sick, it was that lightning bolt to say, "Hey, Terry, slow down. Let's not do this anymore." Um, and after, so I was off work for almost three years, and during that time. Um, my oncologist, who is also now a very good friend of mine, uh, said, you know, a lot of women, they took it, take a look at every rock in their riverbed and choose what they want. Like, this is an opportunity for you to choose what you want. And sometimes it's relationships that go. Sometimes it's, you know, literally everything for me went, I switched careers. (laughs) I, I looked at my riverbed and kept my husband. (laughs) Um, And I really, I had a moment where I was really struggling with depression and anxiety um, after all of this. And I went out to Tofino, which is on the West coast of Vancouver Island. And it's a magical place Mm -hmm. of healing. And I um, stood on the beach and screamed the wind. I was like this, I just can't do this anymore. I don't want to be sick anymore. And I realized that I wasn't really sick anymore. To be fair, I was cancer-free I was still off work, but I was struggling with all the mental health stuff. And I was like, I don't want to be sick anymore. And I think what was happening was I was focusing so much on being sick and on not even that, but people would ask me, so hi, how are you doing? And I would be like, you know, and I was perpetuating this, you know, I I was perpetuating the down and, um, so I started trying, you know, pe- a lot of people were like, oh, you know, create a gratitude journal. And I'm a, I'm a January journaler. I have all the January journals where I'm like, I'm going to start writing. And then you find it next year. It's like January, <laughs> my January. Yeah, I used to be, I actually write pretty consistently now. Um, but when I am thankful, when I practice gratitude, everything changes mm-hmm. so much easier to say, you know what, this is crap and yet and yet and yet. I have so much to be thankful for so my, I started my um my year my, I didn't mean it to even happen to be fair <laughs> it was totally accidental how I started this practice that you and I are going to be talking about it was an accident um 
but it has totally changed. It's changed a lot for me. So I'm excited to tell you about that. Yeah. Wow. You know, Terry, I can see myself in your story and being that busy person that just ask one more thing of, and I'll get it done. And I agree with you. There's this, it's all about me because it's a sense of pride that I can just do one more thing and add one more thing to my plate and one more way for others to see how good I am and how much I can do. And I did not have the same lightning bolt moment. I'm grateful for that, but in a different way, you know, as you know, I was just had to stop working uh, in June of this year because I was just so overcome with chronic pain because my body was saying, stop. Like I would say no to stuff too, but there was still so much yes on my plate. And it just got to the point where my body just said no more. I just couldn't keep pushing and keep doing it. So I know that there are listeners right now and I know friends of mine, and I'm sure you do too. You know, we're at this age where the, yeah, like the hockey and and the elite sports and all these things. I just, I hear you say that. And I see so many of my friends and I pray that they find these practices and these ways of shifting their life without the lightning bolt moment that you experienced or the like inability to work that I experienced. But the reality is it doesn't usually happen that way. Yeah. And you know, I think that honestly, I think the pandemic was a big, big lightning bolt moment for a lot of people. Yeah. Right. And my experience and, you know, maybe the same as some and different in others. And I mean, but we all have something. It could be even just, you know, well, I mean, it could be literally anything. It could yeah. be, you know, yeah. I fell and I hurt my elbow and it never yeah. quite worked the same. It doesn't have to be necessarily that you were diagnosed with cancer or you lost a loved one or, or you hit by a car. It doesn't have to be that. And um, the one thing for me, like w- words matter. I'm very intentional with my words. And as I, when I find myself in a situation where I'm talking about the negative or I'm focusing on the negative, it's an algorithm. It's an algorithm in my life. And we all know about algorithms on social media and, you know, what you focus on grows, right? So the more you focus on and the more you click on that particular person's posts, the more you get fed that. And um, I decided that I wanted it to be a positive place. So I started focusing on what I was thankful for. I started focusing on the people that really brought me joy and the stories that brought me joy. And I, that doesn't mean I've stuck my head in the sand to not know what's going on in the world at all. But like Mr. Rogers says, you look for the helpers, right? So looking for those stories of good in the world helps helped me really see how much good there is in the world. There is so much good in the world. And I mean, I've been called a Pollyanna. I've lost friends because I've been posting my th- my gratitude posts like silly. Okay, well, they're all my, obviously not my people, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I bless them and release them. And it's like, yeah. you know what? Okay, that's okay. You know, you do you. And I'm thankful for you. And I'm thankful for this moment that I got to see what kind of person you are. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So you mentioned how the pa- the pandemic was a catalyst for a lot of people. And we did see a lot of people posting about gratitude at the beginning of the pandemic and that all faded for most people, but you started your practice a little bit later. So tell me, was there a specific moment? You said you kind of came to it accidentally. I did. Okay. Tell me how it came about then. Well, I was... I was reading a book, I think. And of course, can I remember what book it was? It might've been even a pod, I don't know. Um, but it was about being thankful for what was to come. Mm. And one of the things that I know about me is that I wake up in the middle of the night and the world is falling. Like my anxiety comes in at three in the morning. It's like, whoosh, it comes in and overwhelms me. And then I don't sleep and it's a perpetuating thing. And, um, so I write, I, so I started writing things that I was thankful for before I went to sleep because I had read somewhere and I really need to find that, that what it was that I, I mean, read. it could have been this podcast for all, you know, it talked about, about going to bed with a grateful heart yeah, and going to bed with what are, you know, okay. So I'm like, okay, so three things that I'm thankful for. And <laughs> here's the thing. One thing I know about me. Mm -hmm. Is if I don't post something publicly or say it out loud to somebody else, I'm not going to continue doing it. Right. Um, So I create 30 day challenges all the time. I love this for you. Like, it's awesome. This 30 day challenge. I'm currently doing no excuses. November. Mm -hmm. I actually have a Facebook group specifically for getting your steps in like that was, but was it about anybody else getting their steps in? No. Was it about me getting my steps in? Cause I said I would. Yes. Because what I said I would or because I said I would is an important yeah. concept for me. Yeah. So I started ra- actually quite randomly posting three things that I'm thankful for before I went to bed. And you know, what happened was I started to sleep better mm. and I was like, Oh, you know, that's nice. That's awesome. I'm sleeping through the night. And when I woke up in the morning, I would get the responses so that when I, when I went back onto Facebook or because that's where I do it, yeah. I. I would wake up and I would have like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. Like, and I love these posts and I da, 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 da. And then suddenly I've got people coming into my algorithm that appreciate gratitude and I'm getting people. And I was like, you know, this isn't, it started out to be very much about me. Mm. And then it became, it, it became a bigger movement than I had expected. Same with like my no, my no, no excuses. November yeah. became September and March at March. And, you know, we do that kind of funny thing. And there was a guy that found me on the other side of the world, somehow found that particular group. And over the past five years has lost like a hundred pounds. Just from walking? Just from doing his, just because he saw this, I can do 10, you know, it was a 30 day, wow. 10, thousand steps. And that's the, that's like the butterfly effect, the ripple yeah don't quite know where the hurricane's yeah. going to be or whatever it's yeah. going to be. And um, if I can help one person with my gratitude posts, and if if it, that's me, that's awesome. If it's not me, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. We are very similar in that way with that accountability. And when we say we're going to do something, like when I say I'm going to do something, then I finish it and complete it. And I think that's also probably why a lot of people would ask you or ask me to like add something else to our plate because they knew they could count on us to get it done. Because it's true. A lot of people will start a 30-day challenge and will not finish it. So it's not always that easy. It's not always that obvious. So as you started sharing your gratitude more and more often, and you were doing this and it was, you know, turning into a longer thing, 
Was there any, did you find that there was a point where you came across some challenges or difficulties or did you get bored with the practice? I didn't get bored with it, but I had a bit of a moment uh, where I was like, wow, what am I really thinking? I feel like I'm, I'm starting to repeat myself. Mm. You know, I'm thankful for my dog because she gives me so much joy. Mm. And some days she is all I got. Right. And I'm thankful for the mountain that I can stomp it out whenever I want. I live right at the base of a mountain and I can climb the mountain and it fixes everything for me. Um, and these are the small little gratitudes that, that really keep me going. And then I was, but I had this inner voice going, they've heard this one already, you know, like, and then I started noticing people weren't interacting as much. And then I, I kind of lost sight of the being thankful for what was to come. And it was, it got a little bit mundane. And I find also when I'm having a really rough day, if I find my gratitude becomes somewhat snarky, Mm. where it's like, wow, I'm thankful I met that person. So they're not in my life or something like that, or, you know, whatever it might be. That's not who I want to be. Right. And so having those moments of check yourself, I actually did take a break for a bit because I, I felt like I was being repetitive and nobody really cared anymore. I had, and again, that anxiety and depression, yeah. it's got its own voice. Yeah. It takes over sometimes. Right. And I, it wasn't until I realized that I wasn't sleeping again. I wasn't having that all my algorithm wasn't in the same place. I was starting to notice things, um, people in my life that just weren't bringing me joy anymore, but I was leaning in because we could commiserate together. And I was like, Oh, what was different? And it's like, Oh yes, it's all, you know, I'm, I'm in control of what happens in my life, What not what happens, but what I do with it of creating the experience that I want. Mm-hmm. And I had stopped creating the experience I want. And I'd stopped creating that experience of gratitude. And and so I picked her back up again. I was like, well, let's just get started again. And suddenly, one, and then everyone's like, oh my gosh, I missed this so much. <laughs> and I was right. like, okay, so there you go. Um, and so that's why, um, yeah, I would say the biggest, the, when we are sowing seeds, it's important to have a, a what's in it for me as well as a what's in it for other people mm-hmm. balance mm-hmm. because yes. for me, I can't pour from an empty cup. Right. And as, as I am interacting, you know, if I know without a doubt that I want to be a change in this world and I want to, you know, spread love and kindness and joy. And I know that I'm all about living life with purpose on purpose. That's my thing. It's my jam. But when I'm not doing it, and not taking care of me, this gratitude practices can be as important as drinking water and getting enough sleep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. And, you know, I think it's important to point out, Terry, that you made a conscious decision to publicly share your gratitude practice. And for most people, their gratitude practice is very private. So you added an extra layer in this practice, which can work for you and can also work against you working for you, that you were publicly accountable, that you were getting feedback, that you were connecting with people, working against you in the fact that you were feeling like you were showing up and not meeting people's expectations because you were repeating what you had said before. You felt like you weren't living up to, you know, your own personal level of standards when 
like you said, when then when you stop doing the gratitude practice, a lot of the things in your life that had been difficult, like the sleep, like the the personal algorithm, like what was coming into your life changed. So this is really important, I think, for our listeners to, to just pay attention to is there are a lot of ways we can practice gratitude. We can do it privately. We can do it privately, but to others. For example, through text messaging or sending letters or writing notes to people that stay private. And we can also do our gratitude publicly through things like a 30 days of gratitude challenge, or like you said, showing up on our Facebook wall and sharing our gratitude every day. And then, you know, inviting people to share if they like as well. So it's figuring out for you as a person, which one of these works better for you to stay consistent. And then I think the the other big lesson I want to take from what you said is that you stopped doing it for a little while and that's okay. And then you came back to it and that's okay too, right? You didn't, you weren't like, well, I failed at this. So I'm never, I'm not going to start again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, it's like working out, right? Mm-hmm. You feel great when you do it. And when you don't do it, you start to feel crappy and then you can work out again. And then you're, and it's hard and it's hard because mm-hmm. you have stopped with that particular momentum. But um, I think what also was really interesting was, when I got into that kind of stagnant place, um, my confidence was down. My business was slowing down. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't inviting, I wasn't inviting it, you know? Um, and I love that you brought it back that, you know, you're not failing. And I, I didn't really feel like I was failing, but what had happened was I had made it about other people really. And what's super cool is now I'm getting the Facebook memories of last year's posts. And it's like, oh my gosh. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. The um, the next level of it, I could post publicly, but you know, the next level over that is tagging people into it. Mm. Right. And saying, hey, I'm today I'm thankful for this random person who came into my life and I think they're amazing. And then they're getting it. And so are their people. And some people like that. Some people don't for the record, but they can untag themselves if they don't want it on their thing. And that's okay. Um, And then, yeah. So as I'm getting the the memories now from last year, (laughs) it's like, oh my gosh, I'm doubling up on the joy, right? I'm remembering the feeling of the joy that I had last year. Mm -hmm. And I'm also remembering and the situations and, and everything because Facebook is really good about, you know, on this day you posted da da da, right? And it's just really and but it's also coming up in their memories that they're remembering that they had that interaction with me. Oh, fun. Okay, so this is really important I think to to address is so as you look back, right? You're really getting you're getting that view back of what your gratitude practice was like a year ago versus today. How do you see that your gratitude practice has changed if it has at all? I think that um I don't know that it has changed very much. Um I'm still doing three a day, but I'm also giving myself days where I'm like, you know what? I don't have three things today. Today, I'm just thankful for this life that I've been given. Mm-hmm. Like today, I'm thankful that I'm whatever it is. And I don't always say, well, today I'm thankful for, like, it's generally a bit of a story about what happened today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always do it before bed. I don't do it. Um, bef- I don't do it at the 
in the morning because to me it's that's what it's about. Yeah, it's it wraps about your day and wraps up my day. Yeah. Different people do gratitude at different parts of the day. Yeah. I spoke just the other day with a lady who does the same kind of thing and she's actually writing a book about it as well. Mm-hmm. And she um she posts three things every morning. <clears throat> and to me, I don't remember what I do at nine o'clock in the by the time my day has hit me and gone on at the end mm-hmm. of the day, I wouldn't have remembered what I was thankful for <laughs> in the morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I wake up in the morning, sometimes I'm just thankful that I had a good sleep. Um, you know, I I ha- don't have anything to reflect on. So that's why I do it at the end of the day. Well, I, for me, that actually is the cornerstone of my gratitude practice. It's been the thing that I've been doing for the longest time is evening gratitude journaling, writing at least three, three things I'm grateful for, and then writing a fourth thing, which is a gratitude intention, which is something I want to manifest on, you know, in the physical world that has yet to happen. And I originally learned that way back when from Bob Proctor in The Secret, but it's that fourth gratitude intention that I include in my gratitude journaling. You know, Sean Aker uh, wrote a book called The Happiness Advantage, and it was hearing him speak live that inspired me to restart my own gratitude journaling practice. And one thing he said that helped to me was to be really specific with your gratitude for each day. And then to not duplicate it from one day to the next. And I think that is where we can continue this practice year after year after year is when we are really specific with our gratitude and it can be towards other people, like you said, whether you're doing it privately or publicly, but finding like, I love what you said about it's like looking back on the day and reflecting And seeing the things that you are grateful for in that day, even when the days are difficult. Recently, you shared you had a heck of a time with some travel (laughs) that you had, but I noticed you were looking for ways to be grateful. So how did your gratitude practice help you when you uh, went through this difficult travel experience? Yes. (laughs) For those who can't see, Terry's rolling her eyes right now. Well, yeah. So I went, I went out to a conference in Wisconsin and I left the house at four o'clock in the morning and I got there at midnight and it was a long day of delays and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And when I got there, I got, I got there and just decided I was going to check into the the hotel at the airport. And it was the sketchiest hotel that I think I've ever stayed in. Like, I'm like, I don't generally check but for bugs, but I was checking for bugs <laughs> and there was no hot, like the shower didn't work, like nothing. <laughs> and I, and it's midnight and I've had a long day mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, what am I thankful for? Right. I'm thankful that I came a day early for my conference so that I can shed this whole experience. Like right. that was an example. Um, I, I was thankful that I only had to stay there one night. Like, yeah. you know, I yeah. think I was kind of digging at the bottom of the barrel a little bit, but I was on my way to the most ex- the amazing experience. And so I had, and I, and I made it like yeah. I, I could have had to sleep in a, in a, in an airport. Yeah. Right. And then, and I could have not been able to make it to my, um, my destination at all. Um, you know, people, people get hurt on, <laughs> on traveling you know, there was a lot of different things that I could be thankful for that didn't happen. And I was also thankful for the things that did happen. Yeah. Right. Because I had the opportunity to write more and I had more, had the opportunity to, 
to, you know, I love to people watch to see some really cool people in the airport. And, and, uh, yeah, some nights I go to bed and like I said, I'm just happy to get there. And that's, that's a gratitude in and of itself. (laughs) Oh, I love it. So wonderful to see how your gratitude practice informs the way that you live and, this is so key is I just encourage people to start their gratitude practice. If, especially if times are going well, you might think, well, things are going good right now. I don't need a gratitude practice. And I believe that's really one of the most important times to start our gratitude practice is when it's easy, because when it's hard, like you said, you were digging down at the bottom of the barrel on that night, but you still found a way. And then I think really importantly as well, when you showed up at your conference, you'd shed that, that experience and you could talk about it with, with gratitude or with a smile or find other ways. So I think those are key things that our listeners might be able to take from you sharing your experience today. So Terry, I just thank you so much for sharing, you know, this whole experience with our listeners. Um, As we're wrapping things up, tell me just a little bit about, you know, what you do with your business, how you can support people, and we'll make sure people know how to connect with you through the show notes. Awesome. Yeah. I think um, it's funny about the bottom of the barrel, just about that, is that the next day when people are like, so how did you travel? I could have launched into the whole, oh my God, it was like hell, right? But I'd already wrapped it up. I was like, you know what? It was an adventure and here, and I'm just so glad to be here, right? And if they want more information, they can get more information. But my energy has shifted about it because of that. And it's, it's become something that I actually get to do in every minute of every day, you know, like, well, I'm, now I've, because it has become a practice, I'm able to say, wow, I'm, and what am I, this is a really crappy situation, but here's the good thing. Here's the silver lining. Here's that positive spin. And I don't like to use the word spin, but you know, that's just a different just, perspective, different perspective. Yeah, yeah. Because there is always, there's always a way to find a sliver of gratitude, even in the hardest of situations, you're not grateful that you had this ridiculous travel day and slept in this crazy, sketchy airport. That's not what you're grateful for. It's like finding the moments. Okay. You had a bed to sleep in. You didn't sleep at the airport. That's the moment of gratitude. And I think that is super key. So yeah. Awesome. So as far as what I do, so I work with women to help them play bigger, but I also, so I call myself an empowerment strategist. When people are feeling stuck, I can help them see that silver lining and what can we do? Like not, it's not just A or B, often there's a C. Um, What is it that they're looking to do to get out of the muck that's keeping them stuck? And I work a lot in procrastination, self-sabotage, perfectionism, imposter syndrome for women entrepreneurs. And I also do leadership development. So one of the things that I am all about is creating the experience that I want in this life. And that if I, can, I if I give people one thing, it's help with that. How can you create the experience that you want? And what do you want? And sometimes we aren't necessarily surrounded by opportunity. Sometimes we're standing in like four feet of muck and that's where we are. So what can I create out of that? Mm-hmm. And um, as far as yeah, that's what I do. I help people get unstuck. And hence my business name, yeah. The Unstuck Duck. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Terry. It's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast today. 
Friends, if you want to connect with Terry, please check out the show notes. Uh, Unstuck Duck, just amazing. You can find Terry on Facebook. Love her work. Love what she's doing with gratitude. And just such a joy to spend this time with you today. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for sticking around till the end of the podcast. I appreciate you. If you're not already following us on your favorite app, make sure you click on the check or follow podcast so you'll be alerted every time there's a new podcast episode. If you enjoyed the episode and want to help us grow, here's some easy things that you can do. You can leave a review on your favorite app. You can share this podcast with a friend and send it directly. And you can also share through social media. Feel free to tag me on any posts in your stories and I'll repost. Thank you to Paul Tedeschini for doing the post-production audio for the podcast. And one last thing, I hope you're choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.